Establishing connection. Designation DJ. Dude link connected. Designation JRO. Dude link unavailable. Designation Scotty. Dude link connected. Designation Raven. Dude link connected. Designation Vixie. Dude link unavailable. Welcome to Orgasmic Movie Gem. I'm DJ, and I'm with Scotty and Raven today. We are going to be discussing the 90s classic Orgasmo from the makers of South Park. Make sure to head over to facebook.com slash dudesfromalteria or reddit.com slash r slash dudesfromalteria and give us a like or follow. Now you're a man, a man, a man, a man. Man. What makes a man? Is it the power in his hand? Is it his quest for glory? Give it all you got to fight to the top so we can know your story. A man, a man, a man, a man, Is it the woman on his arms? Because she's got big titties. <laughs> or is it the way he fights every day? That's probably the titties. Yep. Yep, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could leave that in. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't butcher it, I probably would, but that's that's a whole point. That's what we do. We we butcher these things. You'd have to cut the original to put in the background with us. Bruh, I have the official soundtrack. <laughs> OMG. Hold on, I gotta make sure that I actually do still have the soundtrack for this because I had it in disc format. I don't remember the name of the stupid song. It was... What? Now You're a Man? I can't remember if that's actually the name, but I know who sang it. Who who sang it? DVDA. What's a DVDA? It's DVDA. Maybe I'm looking on the wrong drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I should acquire a copy of that. Also known as double, double vaginal, double anal. Yeah, as explained in the movie. It's a DVDA shot. Oh, that's right. Hey, man, do you want to go get some sushi tonight? <laughs> All right, so let's get going. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but unicorns kick ass. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I kind of want to make love to you tonight. And he's like, did you notice that? Gives a little bit of a kiss. <laughs> oh, those two work really well off of each other. Yes, that's why South Park is so popular. Have the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. I mean, I'm just glad I don't have the ultimate orgy of ultimate homosexuality. Now that's... A new grounds video that you can never get out of your head once you've seen it. Is this the ultimate orgy of ultimate homosexuality? Have you ever seen the new grounds video, Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny? Oh, well, 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 well. Yeah. So if you search Ultimate Showdown, it should just come up on YouTube. Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Yep. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. I can't hear it. Eric Carter. <laughs> Keep in mind that this is from like 2001. Oh, this song. Okay. So yeah, that song. So you've seen it before? I've never seen it before, but I recognize the, the backtrack. All right. Well, I'll let you finish watching it then. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So the ultimate orgy of ultimate homosexuality has all of the same characters, but having gay sex with each other. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. 
and it was on Newgrounds, and it was Flash animated. So like, there's just a bunch of like rock hard, like giant dongs flying across the screen at all times. Oh wow! <laughs> and then there's a scene in there where all of them gang up on uh, Chuck Norris in the Ultimate Showdown. They kick his cowboy ass, but that's not what they do in the Ultimate Orgy. Oh man, crazy! I feel like if we had led into this a little bit better, that uh, I could keep it and it would be funny. Yeah, because even I'm lost. Well, that's because you're busy watching the movie we're supposed to be reviewing. Well, that's because I still don't know what you're talking about, about the ultimate showdown of ultimate homosexuality or whatever. If you want me to find it, I'll find it. Alti- oh, wait. This should be done incognito. <laughs> Orgy of ultimate homosexuality. Oh, my God. It's still on new grounds. Oh, wow. New grounds is still alive. Oh, Lord, it is. Oh, and hey. It's not safe for work, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Shaq Lube. Shaq Lube? Instead of Shaq Fu, it's Shaq Lube. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I don't know if I can keep up watching that. I can't believe that is still around. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I totally recommend watching The Ultimate Showdown. I do not recommend watching the other version at all, ever. <laughs> oh, except for the ending, I guess. I forgot about the ending. The ending's not good? Um, no, at the ending of the ultimate orgy, uh-huh. uh, it comes up with a thing saying, and now to reward you for sitting through this abomination and it's a bunch of cartoon naked chicks. Oh, good. Leave on a good note. Oh, Hey, look, it's Tomb Raider. It's Lara Croft. I think I saw Batgirl in there. Oh yeah. Jessica rabbit and Betty boop. <laughs> uh, rule 34. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're here today to talk about a movie called orgasmo. Uh, yeah amazing it's orgasmic <laughs> i'm gonna use my orgasmerator <laughs> wow all right so what is orgasmo orgasmo is a movie that came out in 1997 written by trey parker and matt stone of south park fame and team america world police fame it's starring mm. trey parker as joe young slash orgasmo uh, matt stone is in it as dave the lighting guy mm-hmm. the movie is about a mormon missionary who is serving his last week as a missionary in LA, ends up getting in a fight with some security for a porn thing. Actually, I guess they're like goons. They're like mob goons. Yeah. Ends up getting in a fight with them, beating them up in a fight, which impresses the producer who then decides that he wants to corrupt this Mormon dude into being into porn. So he gets cast in the porn the dude is producing as Orgasmo. And then shenanigans ensue. That's right. I went into this remembering when I first watched it years ago and thinking like, okay, this movie's pretty dumb. I'm not going to enjoy this. The best part about it is the soundtrack. Once I started watching it, I found that it has aged really well. Like here we are 20 years later, 22 years later, and the quality and all that still feels really good to me. It doesn't feel like some movies from the 90s where you're watching it and you're like, holy shit. Like we used to think this kind of stuff was funny and cool. Well, that's because I don't really use much special effects. I don't think it used any. Uh, it did for the Orgasmerator. Oh, okay. That's right. And the <clears throat> the rocket. Oh, right. I guess that would be considered... Those are practical effects. <laughs> practical. Right. I think probably the only part of the movie that felt dated to me was the joke when Orgasmo's fighting... Or, I guess Orgasmo's not the one who fights him. When Toto Boy is fighting Ron Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Well, the fact that Ron Jeremy's acting in a movie. Well, that didn't feel dated to me. What felt dated was at the end of the fight, Ron Jeremy gets kicked in the face 
and they had a joke there where it was a vase being like his face was like uh, a porcelain thing that got crushed when he got kicked in the face. Yeah. And that joke just didn't date well. I mean, even 20 years ago, I saw that and I was like, that was that was kind of funny, but not really. Well, it's like the, the fight scene in the sushi restaurant, right? So that looks really fake. <laughs> There's spots where they're slamming him in the glass. Nothing happens to his face. He's like, ow, that really hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. you got like, like a little cut on your face. <laughs> that part was hilarious. How G Fresh, the sushi bar owner, uh, was so dramatic about everything. That when they're pumping out all the movies, they're actually VHS cassettes. Yeah. I mean, that was big back in those days, you know? VHS was going to outlive everything. Yep. Another thing about the movie that I really liked was they kept making jokes about how out of touch Trey Parker or Joe Young was. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm from Utah or oh, I'm a Mormon. They're like, oh, sorry. But then they're all doing like these weird ass things. And almost every scene that he's in, he's sitting there looking at him like, you guys are fucking strange. Like, what is going on here? (laughs) And everybody else is acting like the stuff that's going on is normal. And when I was younger, I didn't really catch that, that they play it like he's the one that's weird, but they're actually the ones who are weird. And he's the one who's like, what's going on here? Yeah, because, you know, living that sheltered life, you're not really going to be exposed to anything. And I mean, it's not like it's based out of L.A., right? So that's not right. Kind of like the right accuracy of how L.A. is portrayed. You know, I actually don't know how L.A. is portrayed because I've never been there, but it's just like people are pointing that out. That all this is normal. You know, this is normal everyday things. <laughs> yeah. And when I was younger, it was like, okay, he's sheltered. He's from Utah. So he's the weird one. And it, for some reason, it just never really occurred to me that he wasn't the weird one, that everything he was doing was actually pretty normal and rational. And the stuff that was going on around him was like really awkward and weird. Like, like nude mariachi. Well, no, yeah. that's pretty normal. <laughs> I mean, for the porn industry, that's probably pretty normal. But then Dave coming up to him, I'm like, it kind of remind me of Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like looks over at him. And I swear that it was when he did that, like almost every scene that Trey Parker and Matt Stone are together in, it feels to me like whatever co- is going to come out of Matt Stone's mouth, Trey Parker had no fucking clue what he was going to say. <laughs> I think they did that on purpose. Uh, they actually did the same thing a little bit in uh, Basketball. There's another film that they did together. Forgot about basketball. It was just one of those things where like they didn't have a line. So they just kind of uh, kept those scripts separate or they just did it on the fly. So like their laughs and, you know, their banter is more genuine than just reading it off of the script. And that's what it kind of felt like every time they put Trey Parker and Matt Stone together in a scene. And Matt Stone's Dave comes up to him all awkward like and says something really fucking off the wall. And Trey Parker would just like look over at him like he just said a dead baby joke or something. <laughs> to kind of remind me of Depeche Mode. And then what was the other one? Um, oh yeah, the I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I kind of want to make love to you tonight. Or the Have you seen Clash of the Titans? Yeah. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns kick ass. <laughs> yeah, and every time like you, it looks like Trey Parker was expecting a different line, and then he's like, "Wait, did you really just say that?" Yeah. And then with Chodo Boy, when Chodo Boy tells him the story of hamster style, and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dad, I don't think I'm going to do hamster style anymore. Okay. That's how it went down. That's nothing requiring a shrine or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I've just never been the same since. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were right. It feels really good to get that off my chest. 
Uh, oh, and the scene at the very end with him and Koto Boy when they're saying goodbye to each other and they're like, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Really, really good. Good things happened. Yeah. <laughs> and went on for like, what, like three minutes of them going back and forth. It's been good. Yeah. It wasn't really three minutes, but it felt like three minutes and it was hilarious. Sancho. Oh, Sancho. What makes you think you'd be good in porn? I am Sancho. Okay. <laughs> Are you Sancho? No, because I am Sancho. <laughs> uh, so you would be good in porn because you are Sancho. Yeah. <laughs> I am Sancho. Okay, you're hired. <laughs> and one of the one of the things that was cracking me up, it's just more of like an informative thing, it's where uh, the producer or the director was offering him $20,000 in actual uh, porn. The males don't make that much money. They make along the lines of like, Five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars, and that's why the other guy was like, "What? Are you crazy?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the actor that he was replacing was like, "Dude, you were only paying me three hundred. <laughs> Grabs his little pinky. Ah, yeah. <laughs> he blocked. He wasn't supposed to block. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the director doesn't pull a whole lot in either. They usually uh, net about a thousand to three thousand dollars. Unless they're a bigger studio, then they obviously would make more. But like an entry pornographic film, they usually net about a thousand to three thousand dollars. Yep, I did know some of that. I did not know any of it because I've never been that interested in porn. Sometimes you just gotta know. All right. So one of the things about this movie that did stand out to me when I was watching it was the martial arts scenes. They were really well choreographed. Yeah, I would have to agree on that. Um, I mean, there was like just depending on like the angle of the shot, you could definitely see that it's kind of fake. But at the same time, like as far as the martial arts moves go, I felt like everybody was really on point with that. Definitely Trey was doing it pretty well. Yeah, Trey Parker was really good. Like that fight at the beginning with the mob goons. Yeah. Felt like it was I've watched some pretty bad fights from old martial arts movies, and that felt way better than most of them. And then even Ron Jeremy has a kung fu fight scene and he does amazing yeah he did a really good job too which is surprising i didn't really notice that before but you know just watching it again it was just definitely kind of cool to see that yeah he's people call him the godfather of porn but here he is doing like karate moves and stuff (laughs) yeah like roundhousing chodo boy yeah like holy shit that's awesome he was definitely one of the better actors in the movie too which confused me how so I, because he's a porn actor, so I figured he'd be like on a much lower level, but he was better than, he was definitely in the top five actors in the movie and the scenes, like the stuff that he was delivering and the way he was doing it was like good. It wasn't like porn good. It was like mainstream film good. Yeah. So, uh, T-Rex. Yeah. That that was pretty funny. T-Rex comes in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Give me some loving here. It's almost as good as the, the black stunt. Dude. Do you not see a problem with this? Nope. All right. You fucking idiot. One of the things I liked too about the the film or one of the parts that I liked in the film was the fight scene in the sushi shop where everybody's there and they're like knocking stuff off the shelves and everything like that. And it pans in, it zooms in on the guy and he breaks like a toothpick and it's all super dramatic. And everybody's just like taken back like, oh man, that guy's serious business. Fucking toothpick. Jesus, where? Yeah, I like how he does that every once in a while. He says, Jesus, where? He's just looking around. Oh, and at the end of the movie, where he's like, 
giving thumbs up to Jesus, and Jesus is like, yeah, you're you're good, man. You're, you can carry on. When they're going into the club and they're getting pat down, they got all their uh, superhero gear, and nobody says anything, just waves them through. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, that's normal. You dress up at the club wearing that stuff. Yep, you don't got any guns. Oh, it's locked. Too bad. Don't worry. I got Slim Johnson going to break into the back room, and they're all playing cards. You go kick their ass. Now we're gonna no, keep playing you. cards. Yep. Hey DJ, Jesus and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously checked out. Yeah, that's fine. He's on a phone call. Like an actual phone call? Yeah, his phone was ringing. That's why he muted his mic. Yeah, probably Commander in Chief. Alrighty, I'm back. Did you hear what I said, DJ? I heard you talking about dramatic breaking of toothpicks. Correct, but DJ, Jesus and I love you. (laughs) Jesus and I love you too. Aww. Chota Boy just beat the shit out of a guy with a dildo. Best fight scene ever. Yeah, I I took notes for this and kicking somebody's ass with a dildo, like rubbing it in his face. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Mushroom stamp, mushroom stamp. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> All right, the contract's over there. All right, so where was I? I was talking about T-Rex. <sighs> T-Rex. All right, so you remember T-Rex, right? You're going to make me come, or I'm going to kick your butt. Yeah. How can you forget her? The big old lady. Uh, I like how at the end he's at the scene where T-Rex is assaulting him. And he's like, oh God, what have I done? Yeah, he's having like this flashback. <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching the credits as the movie's over, listening to the beautiful Now You're a Man song, reading who's in this movie, and T-Rex's name finally comes up. And I've never watched the credits before, so I didn't know the name of the actress who played T-Rex. And what is her name? Her name is the Fat Lady Stripper. <laughs> <laughs> that is her name on IMDb. That is amazing. <laughs> She was only in one movie. <laughs> what movie would that be? Orgasmo. Hey. Uh, her real name is apparently Ruby Hart. Oh. I don't know if that's really her real name or if that's her stripper stage name, because that sounds like a stripper stage name. Sure enough, you start typing in IMDb, the fat lady, and the very first line is the fat lady stripper, actress, Orgasmo. So we're not the only ones that looked that up. Yeah, apparently not. Orgasm known for orgasmo T-Rex. Yeah, so I saw that and I was like, that is amazing. And yeah, I did Google her thinking like, okay, we're going to, like maybe she was famous at some point for something and that's why she used that name. No, that's only mention of her is orgasmo. And my other question would be, where did they find her? That is an amazing question. And then A-Cup. A-Cup, he was, uh, that dude's a good actor. He definitely took a really strange role and ran with it. I mean, it takes a special person to cup a fart and throw it in your face. Yeah, and just straight up be a total dick to everybody and then call them dicks. Yep. And it's really weird. Like, all of the actors in this movie are pretty good, but none of them have credits other than Orgasmo and maybe, like, one or two other movies. I wonder if it's one of those, like, all they're all friends or something of that nature. Because if you pay closer attention and if you've seen a lot of, or most of South Park, you notice that those voices are used again uh, with some of the people that are in the show. Yeah. So the guy who played Max Orbison is the second most famous actor in the movie. I bet you'll never guess who the most famous actor in the movie is. Mm. Dave, the lighting guy. 
Well, he said we'd never guess. Uh, it's pretty easy. He's got 1,524 movies under his belt. Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Are those all porn films? Except for Orgasmo? <laughs> a lot of them. Up until sometime in the 2000s, it was like nothing but porn. Looks like 2011, he was still doing porn. Oh, holy shit. This man's done a lot of porn. Breaking Bad XXX. <laughs> Is that one of the films that he's in? Yep. Karate Kid XXX. What? He was just a referee. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I, I kind of find it weird that it took until 2013 to make Grease XXX. This ain't Supernatural XXX. Oh, my God. What Barbarella XXX? I mean, that movie's Whoa. basically porn as it is. Not Tracy Lords. What? He's the narrator in that one, <laughs> and that looks like the last one. All right. In 2016, after that, he has done a lot of like cameo roles in mainstream movies. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be in a movie called Shakespeare's Shitstorm. What? Mm-hmm. He'll be playing a bartender. <laughs> he's got a lot of really weird. This one, he plays a doctor. Um. I can't see him as a doctor. Man, if I walked in and he was my doctor, <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Oh man. I mean, I bet if I go back to the 90s, he probably played a lot of doctors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go back to the 90s and his roles are just listed as uh, bartender, man in diner, non-sex, Ron Jeremy, sleazy guy on couch. <laughs> Bartender, missing link, headmaster, detective, bartender. He was a bartender a lot. That's awesome. Porn actor, legendary lifeguard. How's that different from a regular lifeguard? One's Ron Jeremy and the other one's uh, David Hasselhoff. Ah. So are you telling me that David Hasselhoff was in a uh, in a, a porno? He's. I'm just saying he's not legendary like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yep. All right, so what are some of the other notes that you had? The only other thing I wrote down was that he majored in theater at BYU and... Before his mission. Yes. Right. So I believe that uh, Trey actually went to BYU to do film and animation, and they had a requirement that he had to go to seminary. And he's just like, why is this a requirement here? And, you know, because of how they participate with the church and everything like that. That's one of the requirements to be at that college. He's like, I'm not going to that. And the school basically told him, if you don't, we'd have to kick you out. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I know it's true that BYU will, at the at one point, BYU would kick you out if you didn't take seminary. I didn't know about that. It doesn't sound, doesn't sound right. I think as long as you meet the moral standard, you don't necessarily have to go to seminary. You just got to abide by their moral code. But at one point, it was seminary was something that you were required to do. And they were a private religious school, so they could get away with it. But rules have kind of changed, and they've kind of moved more toward not requiring a lot of the stuff. And like now, yeah, it's just you have to abide by their moral quote, moral code and not be like having sex and having parties and stuff. Mm. But like I'm looking at his history right now and I can't find any mention of where he went to school. Yeah, and I'm not able to find it either. 
It says he attended Berkeley College in Boston and University of Boulder, but it doesn't say he actually looks like he's gone to school in a lot of places. And he likes to end episodes of South Park and movies with God bless us, everyone. He has he is a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Hmm. He's been married twice. I did not know that. Probably because I didn't care. How dare you? Yeah. Other than that, that's all I had on my list. Those are the things that stood out to me. He met Matt Stone at the University of Colorado while majoring in music and Japanese. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Maybe it was Matt Stone that went to a uh, BYU. Uh, it could be. I might. I might have the story mixed up. To be honest, because I don't know why, but that particular story stuck with me about them. But I don't remember where I heard that from. So possibility that i don't have any idea what i'm talking about yeah it doesn't look like he did okay i know that for a while there were stories going around that the two of them were mormons and Hmm. that that was why south park didn't spent years not bashing on mormons was because the two of them were mormons so they were staying away from it but from there was an interview at one point that cleared that up and they were like no we're not mormon the reason we don't bash on Mormons in South Park is because we had an entire movie to bash on Mormons. So we're focusing on some other things. We'll get to them again eventually. <laughs> uh, and then they eventually got to Mormons again with a play that some people enjoy. Yep. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I thought it was stupid. It was the dumbest play I've ever seen. I've never seen it, actually. Well, I highly recommend that you do. I know that they've come out to Utah a couple of times. I don't know if they will again, but I highly recommend that you. Go see the Book of Mormon. Um, it is definitely not for kids. So if you have kids, I and anything Trey Parker, Matt Stone is not for kids. I mean, South Park's a cartoon. What's wrong with that? It's still not for kids. <laughs> you know, I'd let little dude watch Orgasmo. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it would probably traumatize him, especially the scene with uh, DVDA chick. <laughs> well, when she describes it, yeah, that's the the worst part of it. Well, what was screwed up about that scene is that she was comparing herself to a passage in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, no, don't do that. <laughs> they should have done double anal. When they got to Missouri, they needed work. They should have done double anal. What? What did you just say? Did they actually ever say what that chick's name was? I don't they think did. so. Well, DVDA. Well, no, uh, Choto Boy said her name when he came up and saw she was working. I don't, I don't remember catching her name. I don't either. Because he comes up and he's like, oh, oh, I know. He came up and he was like, oh, DVDA scene. That's what he said. Oh, yeah, that's right. It uh, looks like she's in the credits as older porn actress. Amazing what, what you get away with, I guess, on that as far as like naming different actors and that kind of thing. And maybe there are people that they were able to find in the industry that just didn't want their name out there, you know? Yeah. Does it list her uh, alternate identity like Ruby's? Oh, no, that was her name in the movie was older porn actress. They actually had her name listed next to it. And again, it's like the only movie that she's been in. So if she did have a porn career, it didn't make it to IMDb like Ron Jeremy's did. I feel like some of these other people in this movie should have been porn stars, but they weren't. They're all like legit actors. Yeah. Oh, hey, I found a porn star. You found one? Yeah. Who'd you find? Uh, The chick who played Candy was a porn star. Oh. And he's a the plastic surgery one, right? I think so. Their moral conversation while <laughs> yeah. uh, w- with uh, Joe's girlfriend. So it exploits men by exploiting women. Hence, it exploits people. 
Oh, yeah. And where did they pick up, like, slapping your own ass before going into a scene? <laughs> like, that, is that, like, a thing in porn? How would I know? I don't produce porn. Not that we know of. <laughs> if the dude cast doesn't work out, I'm going to have to start producing porn, but... I, I thought you and J-Ro were going to do erotica. If the dude cast doesn't work out... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, with the ass slapping, I think it was supposed to be like the, for good luck, I'm going to slap my ass real quick before I go in there. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. I'm going to need luck to not bust a nut too early. I don't know. It was for a movie about porn and a Mormon filming porn who eventually becomes a superhero. That's the part that I forgot to mention. By the end of the movie, he has become a superhero. Right? Which is awesome. With his sidekick, Chodo Boy. And I like how it leaves on that cliffhanger, like it's going to lead into a sequel with Orbison becoming Neuter Man at the end. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. And the Orgasma Raider working on uh, animals, too. Oh, the scene with the dog was so hilarious. I didn't know it worked (laughs) on animals. Like, no, get off. Bad dog. (laughs) Bad dog. Bad dog. (laughs) It's just something away. (laughs) He's like, come on, man, help me. Uh, No. Uh, I'm not. Bad dog, shoot! That's a bad dog. Oh, that's fucked up. And then they finally get to the door, and the dog's still up on him. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm molesting you like John Linguizamo and Spawn. Really? Like nobody laughed at my John Linguizamo joke. I'm gonna have to make you guys watch Spawn. You know that, right? As I say, I haven't seen Spawn, I just, so I just don't recognize the name. Uh, you don't know who John Linguizamo is? Uh, isn't it Brock? And 10 Things I Hate About You? I don't think he's in 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, no, John Leguizamo is like, he plays Luigi in the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, in the John Wick movies, he's the dude who refuses to take John Wick's car. In uh, Spawn, he's the violator. Oh. He's the creepy little clown thing that's wanting to molest and do naughty things with Wanda. Holy shit, I remember way too much about that movie. Sounds that way. Um, apparently his character like had an imprint on me because I channel him a lot. Like, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh yeah. If you Google spawn violator or spawn 1997 violator, they've got like cuts of him acting the way he does all over YouTube. I'll check that out. Uh, he became famous in that one stupid movie. Uh, the pest, I think it was. Oh Yeah. That movie's awesome. <laughs> that's one stupid movie, that's for sure. Stupidly awesome. I think we need to add that to our list of movies that we need to see. Ooh, hold up, hold up. Are you... Am, am I what? My mind is blown right now. What? He's in Die Hard 2. He plays one of the terrorists. What? Yep. So, no, he was already... His breakout role was Super Mario Brothers when he played Luigi, which I don't know how it, an unknown actor survived that shit show because up until that point yeah he had nothing and then he did super mario brothers and then after that he did romeo and juliet where he played tybalt Mm -hmm. that's the crappy one with leonardo dicaprio where with the guns yeah the guns from the the maker of the guns is sword so every time they're like draw your sword it's because of yeah and then after romeo and juliet is when he did pest the pest and then after the pest was spawn yeah and then he just kind of disappeared for a while like, he did a bunch of movies, but they're all movies that, who the hell knows these movies? I guess Moulin Rouge. People like that one. Mm-hmm. He played Sid in Ice Age? Holy shit, he is Sid in Ice Age. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I personally like him. I think that he needs to be in more things and he plays some like really good off the wall characters, but he's just not in enough. How did we get onto John Leguizamo? Oh yeah. Cause I was talking about the violator. Want to get now Wanda. Everybody's gone quiet on me. The, the hamster style scene is pretty funny too. When he actually goes into it. Yeah. I like how they flash back again to that moment, that traumatizing event. The adult actor in the kid role. Yeah, with a giant bowl in front of him. The ass fuck twins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Having them try to speak. Yeah. He's like, close enough. <laughs> and the side effects of getting shot or orgasm raider too many times. Yeah, you're going to make him not want to have an orgasm again. One more for Jesus. <laughs> and then he zaps him another time outside, even though the battery's supposed to be dead. Well, he got supercharged with the lamp cord. Dude. But the lamp is still on in the background. <laughs> Yeah, after it's cut. You're telling me a lamp cord was able to recharge that thing when it's being fueled by a fission reactor? If it's fueled by fission, how does it run out of battery? Exactly. Womp womp. If I could invent cold fusion, then I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, as they're doing the awkward laugh back and forth. Uh, yep. Then the supercharged rocket! At the end. Yeah, I like how they use like a uh, model of the house. Yeah. Like, people don't do that in movies anymore. I mean, even in 97, using a model, they don't do that anymore. Yep. And that one was obviously a model. Like, it was Team America World Police level. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously a model, yeah. And it makes it even funnier because right before that, when it blows up, it's an actual set. And then when they go to show it burning, it's an obvious model. Yep. (laughs) Like, falling over and those flames are... Definitely a lot smaller than they, they were. And then Dave the lighting guy. Whoa, bummer. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing. But I think flames are really hot. <laughs> Dave's stupid little smile at Sancho like, oh yeah. Gonna get late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and both of them were dressed like in the gayest stuff they could find. But they don't want to sound like a queer or nothing. Right. Man, I would hate to be the doctor at the end of that. The guy who was playing the doctor. Yeah. Like to have to get up in that dude's business for that scene. Yep. <laughs> I should have made the nurse not so sexy. Did you notice that? Um, yeah, I did. You'll never believe what other movies she's been in. Team America World Police. Well, let's put it this way. Around the same time that she did Orgasmo, she was in a movie called uh, Butt Slammers 16. Hmm. That's, that's a title. wonder what it's about. <laughs> Me too. We should find it. <laughs> Double Penetration Virgin 7 DP Therapy. Wow. The things that, that, yep, the names of some of these movies she's been in. She's been in a lot of movies. (laughs) 355 movies. I don't know why she was in a cameo role. Like, geez. Maybe they just went out to LA and just like went to the adult uh, video awards. I think that's what they call it. Or adult movie awards. And just be like, hey, we're making a movie about a porno. And we wanted to see if anybody would like to be part of the movie. Maybe. Who wants to be in a movie about a movie about a porno? Who wants to be in a movie about a porn superhero? I mean, they have Max Hardcore in the movie. He's the guy who uh, presents them the award at the porn awards. <laughs> Just looking at the trophy like, that. that's an erect penis on my <laughs> my my award. The, f- the first day he shows up to work and he's like, Ugh! and everybody's like, come on, man. Uh, Too gosh darn wacky to be quinky dink. So the chick who played Lisa only has one other credit under her name from a TV series in 1990. And then other than that, it was Orgasmo. 
I'm really surprised that they didn't have the ironic joke of having a porn star play that character. Maybe it didn't fit with the rest of the movie or something. Let's pray all the time. I personally feel it would have been pretty funny if they would have been like, hey, she's pretending like she's a, like she's the character she's playing is like this super straight laced Mormon. But the actress herself is a porn star. I think that it's a joke that would have and you don't ever bring like attention to the fact that she was a porn star. You just yeah. it's just one of those things that people just eventually notice. And say, hey, they actually had a porn star playing Lisa. Like, haha, that's funny. Yeah. There's a documentary about the making of Orgasmo. Uh, let's get on it. It's called the book of orgasmo. So somebody's going to have to find that. And yeah, good, good reading material, you know, put it by your bedside and read yourself to sleep about how Matt and Trey make orgasmo. (laughs) Yep. So would you guys recommend orgasmo? Most definitely. I would highly recommend you see it. As far as I understand, there's no nudity. There is. There is. There's, there's soft nudity. Mostly male ass. It shows Uh-oh. in the very first porn scene, the chick takes off her shirt and for a, a split second, you can see her boobs before the dude's ass gets in the way. Oh, see, it just flies by me. I'm just like, yep, yeah, not important. Don't worry about it. Yep. I would recommend it. It's actually rated NC-17 because of all of the dude ass and language. Yeah, like the old lady at about five minutes in. No, I don't think it's her. I think it's the number of times that they say specific words uh, she contributes to it and i only get to say that word once per podcast uh <laughs> the f one. Oh no it's the c one. Oh, <laughs> which we don't say on the podcast oh yeah that's right we don't say that one that one i mean yeah there's reasons we'll get an nc-17 rating apple will drop us like a bad habit <sighs> i recommend seeing orgasmo it's a pretty funny movie it, it is aged is. well it is. It is pretty great. You can stream it through YouTube, Amazon, Vudu. None of them are free for streaming. You actually have to pay to rent it or buy it. But it is available there, so there is digital streaming options. Definitely go check out the trailer for it. And definitely go into it expecting them to make fun of Mormons and the way that they make out with each other. Oh, man. That was so gross. <laughs> it was. I was like, uh, how? how? I don't want to know. Actually, you know what? I don't want to know. I, I realized this time watching it, like before I just thought it was when that scene happens that it was just a, they were making a joke that Mormons are so weird that they make out that way. And I realized this time around it's no, they, that was a scene showing that they were coming out of their repressed box. And that was actually the first time they had ever kissed each other with tongue. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I got to. Yeah. Cause before that I always thought like, oh yeah, they're just making fun of Mormons. Like we're a bunch of weirdos when it comes to the way we make out and do things like we have to keep our distance and nope, they had no damn clue what they were doing. Gotcha. And I realized that this time because I was paying attention and I realized the way that Lisa was reacting was like, Ooh, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> Jesus. And I love you too. Jesus. And I love you too, Lisa. Yep. So orgasmo, I definitely say, go see it. And by go see it, find it and stream it. Go to YouTube and pay the $4 to rent it or $3 or whatever it was. Say, so which one is the, uh, the cheapest one uh they're all the same but yeah it's four dollars on youtube they're all four dollars you can buy it in standard definition on youtube for seven dollars i'd say it's worth seven dollars to buy in standard definition i watched it in standard definition so i don't know how good the hd version is 
It was released on Blu-ray in uh, 2015. And there is an unrated version. I hmm. Orgasmo unrated edition. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a score of 48% based on 33 reviews with an average rating of 4.96 out of 10. Yeah, so the unrated Blu-ray is $10 on or- on Orgasmo <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> and it's $10 to get to buy it on Amazon in HD in the unrated <laughs> Roger Ebert gave Orgasmo half a star out of four with the argument that Orgasmo had little of the clever wit Parker and Stone brought to South Park. I have to I have to disagree. On Amazon, it's got four and a half stars, and that's what matters to me. Because that's people who have actually watched the movie and aren't critics that just poo-poo on everything that I like. I've noticed over the years that what most critics say are bad movies tend to be pretty good. And that's not a hard rule, but it's pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah, I'll have to agree on that. There there are some movies where, let's see, like on Rotten Tomatoes, it gets like a 44%. But then, you know, I sit down, I watch it, and I check it out, and I'm like, I think that's a little harsh. I'd give it about a 60, you know, 70%. But you read through like the the comments or the, the critics, and they're just like, this is the worst movie ever. Don't waste time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I was entertained. It was worth my time. I don't know what you were missing. Yeah. So with critics, they're usually either like they've gone to school for it. So they're looking at the technicalities of it. And they're they're a lot more critical of a movie because they've been taught how a movie is supposed to be constructed according to tradition. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that they give thumbs down a lot of the time is just because the way the movie is put together isn't the way that they were taught it should have been put together. So they think it's a poorly put together movie. And a lot of the time they're talking down on movies that are trying something experimental that works. Yeah. I've seen well, that a lot too. It says uh, Roger Ebert gave it half a star and compared it with South Park and then further described it as a callow uh, gouge, obvious and awkward, and designed to appeal to those with similar qualities. Yeah, probably. Don't go to school to learn about movies. Just be awesome and watch oh, them. That was the flip side to critics is that you have the critics who aren't, uh, how do I put it? They're basically paid. Like, oh, I want to keep my journalist credentials to see movies early, so I'm going to give it a good review just because. Josie Orgasmo. And see you later, dudes. Stay awesome. And remember, Jesus and I love you. How can I follow that now? God bless us, everyone. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> yep, we're waiting on you, Raven. Like, come on, something witty. I lost my train of wit thought. Fail. Epic fail. Epic fail. That's it for the first dude cast of October. Look forward to whatever crazy ideas we come up with next week and head over to facebook.com slash dudes from Altaria or reddit.com slash r slash dudes from Altaria. Give us a like or follow and drop us a comment or message with ideas for what you would like to hear us do next. Head on over to patreon.com slash dudes from Altaria. Maybe drop us or go for our new tier two which gives you the power to recommend movies for us to cover in the future have a good week enjoy your spooky month and see you later dudes what makes a man